I like the getting up in the middle of the podcast. I thought gives this more of like a homespun feel. Sure, like we're in a cabin in Minnesota. Yeah, that's <clears> the dream. We're in a cabin in Minnesota. We all live here. We do our, we do chores. We're glamping. We're glamping. We uh, we what, do chores. So glamping. You guys were talking about glamping. Yeah. Uh, earlier in, yeah. in, in your time in my house. Yeah. It, in, in your cabin in Minnesota. It is. It, well, glamping is, it's it's fancy camping. Glamour, glamour camping. Why do it? I would even go as far as say, why go camping? I'm, I'm in, I but, equate, I equate nature with horrific random acts of violence. So I yeah. try and stay out of it. I mean. All the Jason movies happened in nature that is a solid point did you know that um i think one wasn't there like an anniversary just because it was just friday the 13th yeah uh this past friday and i think it was an anniversary of well of of friday the 13th movie the part four one the final chapter which ended up as we all know not the final chapter that is the best one though I think so. Do you really? Are you a the semi-final champion? I'm a huge. I've seen every Friday the Thirteenth. What's that? I don't believe you. I don't what? believe you've actually seen every every single one. I have every single one. Every Friday the Thirteenth. How many are there? I've seen every 11? single one. I've seen. Are there thirteen? There's twelve at least. I've seen everyone from number. Four on in the theater. <laughs> yeah. mm. Oh, you've gone to like. I've you're making it. You make it a date night. What about Freddy versus Jason? Yes, I, I, that one's actually really good. I thought it was pretty good. I'm not even a big uh, what's it called horror movie fan. That or I'm not a fan of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Really, <clears throat> I thought it was too silly for my tastes. I like a serious horror movie. You like to have your brain messed with. Yeah, like I felt like Nightmare on Elm Street, like he was a bit, bit jokey for my tastes. More you didn't, like you didn't like his sardonic character? No. I mean, it was fine, but I kind of like, I like, to me, when Jason is just like walking really fast through <clears throat> the woods and mm-hmm. the other the people are running as fast as they can and he, he still, still catches, catches them, them yeah. really easily. Yeah. You like that? That to me is the height of uh, what's possible. <laughs> I think it's. See, really I'm a big great. Wes Craven fan, so so the Nightmare on Elm Street, the original one, yeah, first couple ones, are really um, well, total Wes Craven. Yeah, the first and third one are great. Yeah, the second one's bizarre. Right. I like that they got Dawkins involved. I salute oh, that's that. Right. They did. They yeah. did uh, Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors. Yeah. They did the song. Dream Warriors, and then in the video for the song Dream Warriors, uh, George Lynch, the guitar player for Dawkins, is playing a solo, and then Freddy grabs him, and he's like, oh man. But it, that that was pretty cool. Because you know what? You don't know if the solo is a dream or if it's real. Oh. Exactly. But uh, it was that was pretty cool. I don't know if they actually. What's his name? Robert Englund. England. England. I wonder if they actually. England. Got, England. England. I wonder if they got him for the Dawkins video, or they just or got just like, a, like an arm. Yeah. Yeah, or they just like can someone. The just, director's like, fuck it. I'll just give me the gloves. I'll do it. Give me the I'll gloves. do it. All right. Just 
We'll do it live. Okay, you're playing, you're playing, and all the hand comes out. Yeah, and he's freaking out. Again, is it a dream or is it real? It's so real. We it couldn't can't possibly know. be a dream. That solo is so amazing. It's yeah, got to be it real. It is pretty sweet. George Lynch is pretty sweet at guitar. you got to give him that. Where's Dawkins based? Are they Swedish? No. I'm glad you asked, though. Um, they are from Los Angeles. I you're really? Taking, I thought you were taking your whole top off. I did, too. I thought it was no, I got a little incredibly hot. awkward and All weird. this talk of Dawkins as uh making you sweat would it be too late to change this to a docking podcast no. where every episode no. is just about no. docking no it would be great dave what, history docking what <laughs> what docking fan wouldn't listen to a podcast that was all, exclusively all 15 of them about mm-hmm. docking all 15 of them the ones that are still alive. No, I mean, at the peak of their powers i'm saying the ones that are still alive would be listening to it mm-hmm. i saw docking play at the monsters of rock concert was that 89 probably yeah it would have been uh and it was in akron ohio at the akron rubber bowl and um <laughs> rubber bowl you know that you know why that's funny no akron was until recently the rubber capital of, of america yeah just a lot of rubber manufacturing they just made rubber that's their big thing they big on rubber they're now the uh polyurethane capital of the of really america. yes is this accurate yeah they the Earthquaker devices the guitar pedal company is based in Akron. I do, uh, I do some Devo work. is from Akron. They're on their farewell tour. Really? Yeah. Where are they going? Away. <laughs> I thought they already had gone away. <laughs> Why? They they I think they're, they're, they're all just old. retiring, yeah. They've I mean, one a, of them died. Jerry Cassell. Jerry Cassell died, yeah. which is a shame cuz he's the unsung hero of Devo. Mark Mothersbaugh, who I have have nothing but respect for. Mm-hmm. But he's a bit, I think he kind of takes a lot of the spotlight. You think? I took it away from Jerry. He has those glasses. He's got the glasses. He's Boogie Boy. What's that? It's the weird character with the mask. Oh, I didn't know Bougie that. Bougie Boy? Bougie Boy. Oh, okay. He was the art student, at, you know. Yeah. Kent State, I guess. Is that where they went? Probably. Where? But they're from Akron. I saw Devo in Central Park play that was when they opened for simon and garfunkel no this was the year would have been i want to take you back to it was probably like 2004 or five wow so you're seeing like late stage devo yeah well apparently not that late stage given that it's 15 years later true and they're still haven't gone away yet um so they played and somehow i was were there with some friends in the industry the music industry so they had like after show uh-huh. ticket oh uh-huh. were they had like, like a, a party a party mm-hmm. whatever so the party for the and that the devo band was going to be at and um so we get to this party and it's it's somewhere and it had rained a, a horrible rain had come down and everyone got terribly wet. A horrible rain. It was, everyone's like, oh my gosh. It was like when Donna Summer played in Central Park, only it was Devo. I don't remember. And don't you know, she played in Central Park and there was a, almost every time someone plays in Central Park, there's a major storm. I saw pavement in Central Park. And Did it, it rain? It almost got rained out, yeah. Yeah, it happened. They had to stop playing for like a half hour. Happens all the time. Was it the rain or were they just in a bad mood? It's probably in a bad mood. Wait, it's can I? The, yeah. Sorry. Should we talk about... What were we talking about? Dokken? No. We moved on from Dokken. I wanted to... First of all... Sometimes I I think this podcast is all over the place. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I think, well, what happened with me? I went, so I go. Well, I haven't even done the intro yet. The, no, this is. Oh, you go and talk about Doc and I. No, I, I went to see Devo. And I, we oh, go, right, to so go to the party. right. Soaking wet. After a black rain fell. Yeah, and there's all sorts of like dips and st- so I get to the party I'm like let's have fun at the Devo party I start dancing around I'm a bit drunk I I'm start- asking are they just playing Devo music or are you dancing I don't even remember I don't no. think it was Devo music because right. like I think just- Devo was there right that'd be awkward the- that'd be awkward yeah. they said they were gonna- I don't get it maybe they had a devotee band <sighs> anyway so you were um, dancing around I was dancing around and uh, everyone was like oh my god Dave's the most fun guy to hang out with and uh, I was dancing around, and uh, there was a table, like sort of a coffee table, side level table, that had like dips on it, like you know, it had like a, you know, like sort of a sour cream and onion mm. dip. Uh, if this story doesn't end with you collapsing fishing, on the fish table. Fish and loaves, yeah. Salsa. Pulling a Chris Farley. Anyway, the variety of dips that are out there today are on this table, and <laughs> so A either. Times have not changed, or they've gotten worse. Well, they were peak 2004 dips. Right. Who miss? No, that's no, not a dip. That's not a dip. That's a, that's not a dip? Christ. No. It's a spread. That's like a food item. He's talking like sour cream and chives. Stuff that you would put chips in. Uh, or salsa. Crackers. I was assuming salsa. Okay. Salsa. Yeah. Okay. So I'm dancing around. Everyone's like, oh, my God, what a great hang this is with Dave. <laughs> And I back up into this table. Mm, oh no! And um, I knocked over all the dips onto these girls <laughs> that were sitting on the other side of the table. All of the dips fall all, all over their shoes and oh. stuff. And everyone's a bit cranky anyway because it's been they've been everyone's been rained on, so right, everyone's like rain. everyone's upset about it. And they get up. And just start flipping out. They're just like, you fucker. Because I got dips all over their shoes. So you went from being, oh my God, that Dave guy's so much fun, to, oh my God, get him out of here. Well, I don't think that they were ever on Team Dave is a lot of fun. Mm Because I didn't even know these girls. They were just at the party. And so the dips go all over them. They get up and just start throwing drinks at me mm. because oh, they're just like you fucker and i'm dancing around Plastic having cups bottles glasses it, it, like just emptying the contents oh, of yeah. drinks on me so i just started shaking my beer onto them because i thought well if this is what we're doing at the party is throwing drinks on each other i will throw my drink on you and i thought whatever we're all wet anyway who mm. cares this is fun right they didn't like that it's at like all. A wet t-shirt thing. They didn't like it, and they started poking me with their umbrellas. Oh no! I get th- you're not gonna believe what happens next. <laughs> I get thrown out of the party. <gasps> it's your fault. They, I, the bouncers grab me. Where was the party? Was it a club or something? It was at some club. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Can't even remember where. And I was asked. I was physically removed from the party. Only at one point... The, no, like I went from I was asked slash physically. <laughs> well, then suddenly the uh, the the bouncer all of a sudden stopped dragging me out. And then they're like, it's okay. Oh, wow. 
And uh, I was like, what? That never happens. Well, I was like, what happened? And I later found out that someone from my entourage Mm -hmm. had slipped them cash. Oh, my God. Because as I said, I was with high-powered music industry executives. So is this a story of corruption? I don't know what you're just. Pl- I'm just saying. So someone slips the bouncer cash, and that's when they don't throw you out. They let me back in, and they're like, "No biggie. Let's let's, let's get start, into it." Yeah, because we don't have a lot of time. This is uh, Dave Hill, History Fluffer. It's the podcast. Didn't, didn't you say that already? Yeah, but you're gonna have to recut it. Yeah. You don't edit all of it out. No, no but you were in the kitchen in the first time. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. First time you were in the kitchen. It's the podcast with Dave Hill. I'm Jim Biederman. I'm Chris Gersman. I'm Dave from before. <laughs> earlier in the intro earlier in the show in the story um this is uh this is obviously a podcast where dave's had this kind of amazing life um and as we all get to know him better the stories just bubble up and he's so humble humble he's Mm -hmm. so humble that you know you got to pull these things out it's like pulling teeth out of him oh yeah there was that time i was a member of the eagles the band yeah, and the joke there. Um, you were the sixth member. I'm glad. Right? You, well, the joke was always that I was the seventh member because, as we all know, the sixth member was cocaine. <laughs> that was funny. And every episode that I've said it. Uh, and you know, I think every time I'm here, like, I'm not gonna laugh at this. Yeah. And, and there, really there, you find horrible. yourself yeah. laughing because it's funny because it's true. Mm-hmm. So you've had this kind of amazing life. You're always at this 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 nexus point of culture and That's art right. and society. And you just always happen to be there. Woodstock, you were there. there. Oh, you, my gosh. Yeah, Don't you, even get me started. Somehow, I still am not quite sure how you were involved with Son of Sam, but you definitely were at the center point of that. Regrettably. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying you somehow managed to be there for that. So this came up a couple a uh, couple episodes ago, a while ago. Actually, I think it came up in the Son of Sam episode, kind of tan- tangentially, where you were kind of drifting around, uh, drifting around in your life. I guess I was series of odd jobs. One of them was you had you were a waiter. You were the waiter at the the Hojo's, the Howard Johnson's restaurant in Times Square. Yeah, and I would. um, I had this. I ever the customers loved me (laughs) because you had a thing. I was always at you. You know, did you ever go to the restaurants where the waiter is so fun that Mm -hmm. you're like. I love this restaurant. Mm-hmm. I don't even care about the food anymore. Right. They put on a whole show. Food is awful, but the waiter's hilarious. And the waiter is so fun. Yeah. Uh, the year was, I want to say, 70, 1970. Uh-huh. New York is wild. 71. And uh, I had this gag. It was called the Statue of Liberty. And what I would do... Yeah, I've talked about it. <clears throat> this was in the yeah we, we talked about it in the Son of Sam episode. Yeah, I would hold uh, a bunch of menus like the way that um, Statue of Liberty lady holds whatever that book is, and and then I would hold up a bottle of ketchup, mm-hmm. like and, the uh, torch. Yeah, like the torch, and I would squeeze the ketchup. It would be going all over the place. Everyone would be like, "Oh my god." Mm-hmm. And when I would do that, though, be the way I would get your, their attention, uh-huh. they would look up at me uh-huh. with the ketchup flying all over and all over their clothes and hair and things. And then I would drop my pants. <laughs> so, like, when they were distracted... Misdirect. Then, it's a misdirect. It's a classic misdirect. That's exactly right. 
that's why it's funny. And um, it was a, this is can I stress again? Twenty nineteen would not even consider this. Uh, different time, but you know, I, with the my, pants and underwear, fall everything, everything. I didn't wear underwear. Yeah, this like was, clown, clown underwear. This, yeah, this is uh, no. I would. I didn't wear underpants. This is, by the way, back then, underpants. Not a lot of people wore them. Mm-mm. No one, not very few people that I knew. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a myth. Like you don't really need to wear underwear. No, man. When you got exactly a pair of Levi's, right. all's cool, man. Yeah, yeah, just free with you. So anyway, this was my thing, if we can call it that. Yeah, this was, people would come in and say, you got to get the waiter who does the Statue of Liberty impression. And yeah. I'm not going to ruin it for you, the police, but trust me, it's hilarious. Yeah, the police would say that a lot of times. <laughs> They'd be like, where's the Statue of Liberty guy we heard about? Anyway, so I got, around the same time between that and I was uh, fucking the manager's wife. <laughs> I was let go unceremoniously. I wonder which, I wonder which reason it was. It, well, it's hard to say. So you're let go unceremoniously, as, as you say. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're, it's it's New York. I'm going to say it's probably a little later, maybe '74-ish. No, looking here, and um, I think uh, you you head out to Long Island. I think you told us. I got on the New Jersey Transit. <laughs> uh, shame, uh, stupid uh-huh. uh, mistake. I. Misunderstood, uh, and I wanted so badly to kind of be in the you know with the movers and shakers in New Jersey. I'm sorry. Well, I thought I just misunderstood. I wound up in Paramus, uh-huh. um, and I was sort of. But I, you know, I'm a say what you want about me, but I I I met all the right people in Paramus. <laughs> And I was doing quite well for myself. Who'd you uh-huh. meet in Paramus? Uh, this guy, Ron. And, uh, I was going to say Carl Lagerfeld you probably met there, right? Well, it's funny you mention that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day, so I get a job. I'm selling cars in Paramus. Like a dealership? Oh, my Paramus God. Pontiac. Yeah, kind of okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, one day I get... Uh, a customer, you know, I'm out, you know, doing the usual spiel. What What's going to take to get you behind the wheel of a, a luxury refurbished, <laughs> yeah, automobile today? And this guy, uh, he's like, I'm like, what is your name? And uh, he's like, uh, Gary. But yeah, I could tell him he keeps slipping in his German accent, right? The oh, the guy who he's we later t- find out is. Carl Lagerfeld. But he was trying not to have the German? He was trying to just, like, not... He was trying to fit in. He was just trying to... Can I just be a regular guy, right? You know? Because if any... If you knew Carl Lagerfeld like I knew Carl Lagerfeld, he was... Sounds like a song. ...the most regular hang-out-in-sweatpants guy. (laughs) Behind... Away from the fans, away from the high-collared shirts... All you know, the gloves, the gloves, all of that. He was like, I just went to Netflix, yeah, or throw on the game. Loved, <laughs> loved, uh, you know, just like any Red sport, yeah, nachos, whatever. 
Um, anyway, but so I was like, Carl Lagerfeld? And he's like, oh, yes, it is me. He just dropped the whole thing right away. And, uh, and, uh, he's, he's slumming in Paramus. He's in Paramus. And, but I sold him, um, a late model Pontiac, uh, Supreme. It was a Supreme, uh, 1000, I believe. Let's see. <laughs> that was sort of a precursor to the Firebird mm-hmm. uh, and the Fiero, if you remember. So, um, I we and he's like, "How would you like to go, uh, you know, to a party with me?" He drives me all the way to Manhattan, mm-hmm. back into New York, back into New York. I'm like, and I was like, "Well, in the new car, in the new car, yeah." And we're listening to all the jams. We've got uh, on, your, on the AM radio, or is this got an? Is this now got a newfangled FM radio in it? It the, had. The um, there was an add-on. That we, that you get, sure. but we it was uh and um I remember it was, I'm leaving, leaving the midnight train to Georgia, leaving on the midnight train to Georgia, leaving midnight train to Georgia. Anyway, so um we get in. He's like, I'm like, where are you taking me? Wait, I said that's that. We should just put all of those together, all, those all his thing, yeah. and call. Now that's what I call music. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Dave calls music. That's what Dave calls music. Um, so I'm like, where are you taking me? And uh, he's like, it's a surprise. Can't tell you. Blah blah blah. It's a surprise. And uh, we. This is how I met. Do you know Gene Shalitis? <laughs> of course, we know who Gene. Gene Shalitis mm-hmm. from the Today Show. Yeah, exactly. TV and film reviewer extraordinaire. This is exactly right. And so he was friend. So wait, so he knew because I know you're friends with him, but I, he knew Lagerfeld. I'm very dear friends with right, him. Right, right. You still are to this day. So you met Shallot through Lagerfeld. Um, I don't read a party. I guess. Well, we were going to the party. I'm like, what? You know, who? Where are we going? And we're stopping off. He's like, we got to get shrimp chips. We got to get. Uh, <laughs> We had to get uh, salsa Shrimp and chips. hummus and some other dips. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hummus is still not. I'm just taunting you. Can now. I be honest? I just I just want an excuse to pronounce it hummus. 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 Do you pronounce it hummus? Some people do. Like humidity. Who? Yeah. The wrong people. That's who. Um. So we get the shrimp chips. Mm. We get the hummus. Mm. We get salsa. Brother, this is making me hungry. Oh my gosh. If you want to get hungry, hang out with Carl Lagerfeld because he was always Just trading like recipes and like be <laughs> like, you know, you know, next time you make chili, throw a dash of cinnamon in. He was that guy. Uh huh. Sure, sure. And anyway, so I'm like, where are you taking me? And he, um, <clears throat> we go. Uh, he's like, just uh, we we go. Let's take the stairs. It's like 15th floor walk. <laughs> We get in there. Is that even legal? I don't think so. Well, it was, I don't know what he Before said. Before that kind of time? When he said, I don't want any attention. I don't want to go. Oh, so he's going to slip in the back. Yeah, yeah. Service entrance, whatever. Yeah. And floors up. I am. I know I'm, another way in. I'm practically blacking out at this point. <laughs> just the, stre- I, the stress of it. No, I was very drunk. Yeah. 
Uh, and we get up there. Uh-huh. He kicks open the door. The What's servants, up, mother the servants. fuckers? <laughs> you know, the mouth on this guy. And it's Gene Shallot. It's Gene Shallot's Wait, wait, wait. Right. So Carl Lagerfeld, so you guys walk up 15 floors to slip in the back. He kicks the door in. Kicks says, the door. What's up, motherfuckers? Like that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the, and the motherfucker's place is? Gene Shallot's wow. place. Uh, who was there? Uh, G- Gene Shallot, Joel Gray, mm-hmm. Walter Cronkite, Barbara <laughs> Walters. We've added a name. We've Barbara. added someone. Yeah. <laughs> Walter Cronkite. Uh, it was... Um, Gene Shallot, Joel Gray, Walter Cronkite. Uh, a young Felicia Rashad. <laughs> yeah. She never um, gets old. She never gets old. Meredith Baxter Burney. Right. Um, Buddy Epson. Buddy, Buddy Epson was there. Um, Irene Ryan. She was. Grandma, in- Granny from. Um, that's Granny from uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Is that Irene Ryan? That's exactly right. What a transformation for that now, show. Now, I heard, now my understanding is that she actually was not that old at the time. She was 26. Yeah, it was all makeup. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly right. Wow. Um, Hollywood. Yeah, and we're just, it is such a show. It's a who's who <laughs> of something. Of, uh, it's a who's who of something. <laughs> yeah, and we are just, I mean, I am having the time. Did you ever see the movie Ghost Story? Did you ever see Ghost Story with Fred Astaire? I just watched that like a week ago. It's really bad. <laughs> this party sounds like the cast from that movie. Yeah. Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire. 85. Yeah. They're all these old timers. Oh. It was so... I had such fun. I mean, you want to know... Uh, you want to have a good time. Who doesn't? Get uh, Funnel Cake and Barbara Walters in the same room. <laughs> And I'll leave it at that. I'm, I'm afraid to ask what she does with it. So, um, you know, but who walks in? Yeah. But um, Lee Radswell. Lee Rad. Now Lee Radswell is Jackie Onassis's sister. That's right. exactly right. Exactly. I knew the answer. I was just gonna. That was for our listeners. And she's, she says, you know, she's, uh, you know. Someone drive me out to East Hampton um, and help me assemble. She had like a, a bouncy castle. Do you know what a bouncy castle is? Yeah, yeah. this big inflatable. Um, yeah. Inflatable, uh, I guess, polyurethane from now, Akron. I spook easily, as you know. I, I, I know, you don't like. I, I What are you putting? You're putting a coaster on you? <laughs> <laughs> I like the way I feel. Just for the listener. Uh-huh. Uh, what You're, are these? He's like putting some sort of wire coaster on his face. I like the way it feels. Man. But anyway, Lee, Lee Radswell and the bouncy castle. Oh, she's like, someone... So you're going... She's got to... She, someone needs to drive her out to Long Island. She's like, I'll give you 40 bucks if you'll move to Long Which Island. Which is a lot of money in 1973 That's like 50 bucks. <laughs> you mean now? Um, That's like 50 bucks now. It's... Uh, yeah, so they like... He, they, they're like, um, come on. I go, we load up. She's got this pickup truck, um, Lee Radswell. And she, we get. It was kind of butchy of her. Yeah, you don't, oh, well, it gets worse. But she's just farting up a storm all the way out there. We're. Something I would never. Riding all the way, driving out, all the way out. I don't think you grow up in the, in the Bouvier family. 
farting in your pickup truck. Well, where else was she going to fart? You tell me. That's a That's real... Good, good question. Yeah. By farting by negation. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we drive on out there. We set up the bouncy castle. Now you have a generator? What, what are you, like, hooking up to the truck? Like, you just put in the pump? It's an air pump, right? I mean, These were you, simpler you, times. What do you mean? Did you... you bicycle pump. Oh. And just a lot of mouth pump. <laughs> oh, my God. How big is this thing? It was, um... Have you ever seen like a white castle? Yeah. It was about the size. Wow. I think these are so money. How long did it take you to blow these up? These are moneyed people. Right. Well, it took quite a long time because yeah. I would, I would. Well, yeah, it's the size of a white castle. Blow raspberry. with all my might. Uh huh. And pass out. pass out. I would pass out a lot, and then in the time that I would be passed out, mm. half the hairs come out. <laughs> anyway, it's you like know, two step forwards, one step. Back. She would come out. <laughs> she would walk out of her home with a plate of finger sandwiches. Mm-hmm. It's either like cucumber sandwiches. P- cucumber, watercress, name it. I mean, uh, some chips, some dips. There'd be salsa and hummus and whatever else. And um, and But she would come out and she would get so upset uh, about the, the bounty castle, the state of affairs. Well, because you, pat, you, blow, you blow up a couple things and then you pass out. Yeah. And she would just flip the tray of sandwiches. Which are kind of cucumbery or little pieces of salmon or what's a sandwich? Sandwich. It's like a small sandwich. Mm. Made it with mayo? I mean, you can. Little white pieces of triangle bread? To be honest, I never got to try any of the sandwiches. Because you were passed out. Were you drunk or just from the... No, have you ever ever tried to... Have you ever hyperventilated or anything like that? Um, on purpose? Try it right now. You guys, try to breathe in and out really fast ten times. No, doesn't when that I, make when you... I was in... You get a little dizzy, don't you? No. But when I was in high school, the the jocks didn't want to get uh, drug tested. Why? It was random. Well, it was random. They, you know... Because they're in pot? Yeah, you know, whatever they were doing. The coach would come in and say, like, all right, get everyone pee in a cup. And then they'd, and they'd kick you off the high school team. Really? Yeah. Yeah, and so what they would do though for peeing? Part... <laughs> Wait, they would drug test you in high school? Yeah, the high the the football team. Yeah, not me. I wasn't on the football team. Why would they drug test them? Uh, because America? I don't know. Well, like testing for what drug? Like steroids? Probably or, pot. Or marijuana. I mean, the only thing that they ever catch is pot because it's what stays in your system. Right. So yeah, because cocaine's they would... will go away in two three days. But they would do at parties though is that they would hyperventilate and then have someone run rush them and like they'd stand against a wall and start hyperventilating and then they'd have a f- team member literally tackle them, mm. like punch them in the stomach and they would pass out. They get really high and pass out. Wait, that was, their, that was that they was would the way do they that would, for kicks? That's a, they, yeah, that's how they would get high without actually you know taking drugs. Correct. That seems like a long way to go for a thrill. That's what I thought. But I'm glad you brought it up because it illustrates pretty well what was going on with me and uh, that bouncy castle. Right. Lee Rev. Anyway, she gets so upset with me. She's like, get out of here. You F you. You know, basically think of all the swears you know. And she's just like, uh, um, so I just start walking. That's all I could do. 
Because I'm all the way. You're just going to, like, fuck this and you'd leave. I am like, how can I get um, back to Shallot's place? Mm -hmm. This is days later. <laughs> You're going to walk back from, where is this? In the Hampton somewhere? East Hampton. East Hampton, which I'm going to, I've never been. But. <clears throat> You've never been to East Hampton? I've been to Montauk. Um, okay, this is embarrassing. Uh, can I I'm just not fancy say... Like, I'm not fancy like you. But I'm going to say, not, that's a three-hour drive by car, right? That I do far, know. It's but Montauk is not the Hamptons. That's completely different. Mm. So I just... Montauk... I just do a social faux pas? Well, it makes you look like a, like a hayseed, basically. If I could say. You know, I don't like to... Oh, okay. So... It's but my question, my point being is that even though I've never been there, East Hampton is quite a journey from New York City. Yeah, it was particularly super on far. foot. Particularly on foot. But you're 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 like screw this, I'm out of here. Fuck Lee Radswell and her bouncy castle, and her sounds like caustic personality. She yeah, it was a lot of. Uh, I think she degraded me basically, but. Um, so I'm walking yeah. and, uh, and then I happen upon this house and, uh, I see that the hedges sort of need, uh, a lot of stuff to stay to disrepair. So you're saying you, you walk by this house and the first thing you notice is the landscaping is bad. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. You see a house that's in dis disarray, dis disrepair. I need a job. And you need a job. Badly. Right, because you're walking in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, I'm way, way out there. Right. Um, I walk, march to the front door, and a woman it's, says, name's Edie. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just one woman, or... Another one came. She also said her name was Edie. <laughs> so there's two women. Are they like related or something? Or? Yeah, mother daughter. Both <laughs> Edie. Sounds really familiar. This yeah, sounds... it's a house in East Hampton. Yeah, it's kind of disrepair. Mm -hmm. Falling fall yeah. hard times. And uh, so Edie, one and Edie, two, I guess, they come to the door. Oh, no. Big Edie and little Edie. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're apparently aware enough to know that they're not. They can't both go by the name of Edie without some. Kind no, you have to make some differentiation. Some caveat, if you will. You, uh, you know, when I'm around another Dave, I don't, uh, you know. What do you call yourself? Dave. <laughs> what do you call the other Dave? Fuck face, get get out of here! I'm Dave. Deuce. That's a long name. So you go to this. I, I, I forgive me, but this sounds awfully familiar to me. Um, and I think we kind of... Also, it's worth noting yeah. that before I left Lee Radswell's place, yeah. it started raining, right? Uh-huh. I don't... I'm not prepared for the rain. No. So I grab a skirt and I put that on my head. So it's just like as a, a means like of a any cover. Like a rain bonnet. Yeah. So I'm... I walk to the front door of this house mm -hmm. and, uh, you L know... Looking weird? Well, you said like you're wearing a do rag, right? Did sorry, do -rag? yeah, but yeah. Is do rag, okay, stop. I don't know. What are you What are you suggesting? I'm just saying, is do rag a racist term? No, no. no. Okay. I don't think it's it is, called. but I mean, no, it says. 
I just don't know the world anymore. It says that you are a racist, though. I just Googled it and said Jim Biederman is a racist. So that might, that might actually explain a lot. It's a real you tell me. That's, that explains a lot. Is Jim Biederman <laughs> a racist? <laughs> the first thing I... Tried to finish my sentence. Is Jim Biederman still alive? <laughs> really? Re- wait, really? Yeah. Is that Google or Yahoo? Google. Is Jim Biederman dead? Yeah. yeah. I'm terrified to. Yeah. Let's see. Is Dave married? Hill. Is Dave Hill dead? Is Dave Hill? It just says. How tall is Dave Hill? That's really exciting. People want to. Where is Dave Hill now? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ow. But you're Ooh. but that's probably Slade's Dave Hill. Probably. Uh, yeah. Not Dave Hill comedian parentheses, Wikipedia. So you uh, you walk up to the door, you meet Edie, little Edie and Big Edie. Now I gotta tell you, this sounds awfully familiar. Are you familiar with Grey Gardens? The mm-hmm. movie Grey Gardens. It's I'm a documentary sure film. This was, uh, no, this is at someone's house. No, I'm t- no I'm, I'm, I realize it's someone's house. But this is a documentary about these two women who live together in somewhere in the Hamptons. Mm-hmm. Kind of a derelict house. Well, it was uh, the, a fun house. <laughs> we, hardly a day would go by. Anyway, I've, I've taken it, you moved in. I could not get my stuff fast enough. And it would worked out great as I really didn't have any stuff. Because mm-hmm. I didn't bring any with me. Did they have any pets or animals or anything? Raccoons. We, <laughs> raccoons. Had, we kept raccoons. Uh, I don't know if they were um, uh, supposed to be there or not. If you want to you wanna hear us, you want to... I'll tell you what makes a stink. Raccoon piss. <laughs> yeah, it's got like a distinct odor. Right? It's like squirrel piss. Right? Oh, that is some next level... Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, Big Edie and Little Edie, they call themselves, and they would call me Big Dave and Little Dave. They both, they, you know, I struggle with my weight. Yeah, I know. Everyone knows. Everyone knows that. that. I, I mean, know that's that. on all. Everyone the, knows that. So. Uh, you were a fat kid, right? Yeah. The fattest. And you're, you know, and you're, you're, you're in pretty good shape now, but I'm in sick shape now. Yeah, but like that could abs and all that shit. All of it. I mean, look it up. But is Dave Hill still alive? What? Um, that's gonna wait. See some. I think, but see, the problem is your problem is you got Dave Hill slayed Dave Hill. So you type in Dave Hill, you got, and I have that problem too. There's a very famous artist named Jim Biederman. Oh, so he's dead. I th- he's in his seventies if he's not dead. But when I first moved to New York, back oh. before the internets and all that shit, you'd look up someone's name in the phone book. Mm-hmm. The phone book. People don't even know what that is anymore. And uh, there would be Jim Biederman, and he lived in uh, in Soho or something. He's a big famous artist. And my friends would like come in from Colorado, and they'd go, oh, let's call Biederman. And they'd look up in the phone book, and they'd call this Jim Biederman. And he, I started hearing stories of people like him just answering the phone, hello? Like, Hi, Jim. It's so-and-so from Colorado. I don't fucking know who you are. There's another fucking Jim Peterman. He, like, slammed the phone down. Really? I met him maybe 10 years after all of that. And I thought, you know, this is kind of funny. And I, someone told me that that's Jim Peterman at some Soho gallery. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to meet him. I wanted to, to tell him, like, I'm the guy who was giving you it. And the minute I started, he just went, he's just great. He just walked away from me. Wow. He didn't, well, 
to be and collected then, in the Museum of Modern Art. It wasn't your fault. Yeah, but did did you really, not to knock your story at all, but uh-huh. um, did you, what did you, how did you expect him to react? <laughs> like, you'd be, oh my God, get in here. <laughs> get in here. Oh I my God, gonna, it's gonna, you. I was going to apologize. That's so cool. There you go. Look at that sweet Lucy. Um, I was going to apologize on behalf of all my rude friends. Oh, you were going to, oh, okay. So there's a chance. Because he's a dick. Will you send that to me? Yes. That's a really sexy pic. <laughs> so, what did you do? Like, were, did they hire you? or? I, gosh, what didn't I, It would be better if you would just ask me what I didn't do. What didn't you Because then it would take me less time to answer. What didn't you do? Uh, I, gosh, I, did, well, I didn't set up a bouncy castle there because then, uh, you know, I decided I was done with that. But we were, I'm, I'm gonna we would never, eat never did about tuna that. out of the can. Hardly a day would go by. Wait, when this we is, went. they pay you, paid you for this? I, it was, un, I believe, it was unclear. <laughs> well, either you remember or you don't. Did you get paid to eat tuna out of a can? I By the way, tuna out of a can could easily be cat food, too. Arguably, yeah. yeah. It usually says four cats on it. Does it? Yeah, if it's for cats. That's kind of substandard tuna that you don't want to eat. Really? Yeah. Oh, like chicken. Chicken of the sea is no, gross. No, they that's gross, but they. It's Why is chicken of the sea so gross? <laughs> Comes from the sea. Uh, no, but that that brand is disgusting. I'm not a big tuna can tuna fish fan. How do you get your tuna? Well, I go to a restaurant. Ooh. Usually. Ooh. But that said, um, so I don't know. I don't know. Are there better? I, isn't it based because it's what's packed in oil versus water? You can get oil. You can get water. You can get, uh, yeah, those two things. I think. So, guys, you, what kind of what kind of packed uh, tuna would they have? Uh, we would have it. In, Did you have chicken of the sea? No, it was uh, some, what's the other brand? Bumblebee. Uh, Bumblebee. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. You know, this sounds a lot like this documentary. I really, you got to help me out. Yeah, did I, you see cameras there at all? Yeah. Was anyone? Yeah, there? that was the weird part. Oh. There was always cameras. Uh-huh. Right, so, so uh, I guess unbeknownst to you, Un- yeah, unbeknownst to you, the uh, <clears throat> Edie, little Edie and Big Edie were the subject of a kind of prominent documentary movie called Grey Gardens, which I assume was the name of the was the house they lived in. This is really. Does any of this remember? Does it spark up? Just does not sound familiar uh, to me. They used to call me the Marble Fawn. <laughs> You want to you wanna say why? It's from Hawthorne. Yeah. Well, why would they say you were the Marble Fawn? Because I asked for a cool nickname. Because there was this other guy named Dave. And, uh, and you wanted a separation. I wanted to Not be. Little Dave and Big Dave. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we were just out there. And... Uh, I mean, it was... a. Uh, I mean, I've seen this documentary, so I can kind of speak to I, it. Yeah, yeah. Again, you I know you're not help. familiar with it, but I don't remember seeing you in it. But they, they were pretty, um, I'm going to say this politely, uh, eccentric. Little little Edie and Big Edie. Kind of sad. In early quarters. Yeah. Yeah, no, that quite the opposite. There was almost nothing in this place <laughs> that, the, that the raccoons didn't run off with. <laughs> the raccoons were stealing shit from the house? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Though they're mischievous rodents. Yeah, they are. They're smart. Very smart. Oh. 
Ask around. <laughs> so, hey Chris, do you think Americans are smart? Yeah, I, I think they actually are kind of smart. Yeah, right? Very smart. Yeah. Is this your opinion, or are you saying this because you have some knowledge of the subject? No, it's like, you ever watch like raccoon videos? They seem like smart animals. <laughs> so wait, this is your whoa, opinion. Whoa, 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 wait, what? So your opinion? You're of the opinion that raccoons are smart. Well, he's saying his opinion based on watching raccoon, raccoon videos. I was just watching a video Who? the other day of a raccoon um, trying to eat cotton candy. And it kept dipping the cotton candy in water. Which would have dissolved. It just dissolves. Yeah. So maybe they're so not so smart. I would like to see that, actually. <laughs> Wait, raccoon cotton candy. If you type raccoon... No, into YouTube, it that's up, the fourth. It doesn't come up with is raccoon still alive? That's the fourth alive? option. Is raccoon cotton candy? <sighs> raccoon gets sad when his cotton candy dissolves in water. Yeah. Maybe. Well, maybe they're smart because he gets sad. By the way, why are you watching raccoon videos? Someone posted it on oh, Facebook. But you, it implies you're the tell way you, you talk about it is like fuck that, off. That's not the first raccoon <laughs> video. No, they just the way they. Like move and interact with other raccoons, they just seem like smart animals. Maybe they're aliens. You don't want to upset a raccoon. So they're coming into the house. I'm assuming there's like holes in the roof and stuff. Well, From I, the raccoons. I don't need to assume. I saw the documentary. But I uh, was horribly disfigured <laughs> by these raccoons. How? Uh, What'd they do to you? Well, it's funny you mentioned cotton candy. Um. <laughs> I didn't. Um, do you know? Um, do you know what animatronics are, Jim? Yeah, sure, they're like robots. No, you're simplifying. It. Uh, okay. I'm not so sure how, I'm not sure how I am. I had an idea mm-hmm. for uh, what's the hardest part about cotton candy? candy? The hardest part about what? About getting cotton candy. Um, like purchasing, buying it. it? I don't know. Yeah. Buying it? Waiting for the cotton candy. Oh, you have to when you order it. She's gonna wait because they gotta go. Be upright, you know. So I thought, what if we could make a bunch of sort of fun, family-friendly animatronic animals that would make the cotton candy Um, in advance, in advance, or or not to order per se. Just constantly making it. You're not paying for a human being to do it, so you say there's some savings there. Mm Mm-hmm. But also, you're, it's machines, so they're or robots, so they're they're not going to get tired. That's exactly right. Right. So, <laughs> I uh, I'm sort of perfecting this. I have a sort of a you know, Lucy's just not having this story. Hi, Lucy. Hi, sweet Lucy. How you doing? And uh, she just came too. Basically. Uh, some of the rigging, I you know, uh-huh. there was a was I, wires and police. And I things. thought it would be fun to have an octopus because you know the octopus has all the arms, oh, and eight he's, arms. And he he's making is, all yeah. Right. Who doesn't want to see that? I me. The thing comes loose. The cotton candy uh, uh, machine itself, the the liquid that you put in uh-huh. to get the to get the uncoated in it. <laughs> Wait, because of the octopus. Oh, the, 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 the some screws were loose or oh, whatever. I see, I see. I'm coated in just a sugary syrup. <laughs> uh, a sugary pink syrup. Yeah, and those raccoons set upon me. <laughs> uh, 
and gosh, I was horribly disfigured. Oh my goodness! Um, you got better eventually. Wow! But uh, and they then. just attacked you. Oh, trying to get to the fascinating that that is actually the same the same subject matter of the video that Chris spent his entire weekend watching. It's the parallels are eerie. Eerie. Absolutely. Eerie. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, so you, so you're, you, you, you're, you're toying with kind of early animatronics. You build this octopus animatronic octopus. You have a great, by the way, a great idea, a great idea, which is to, to essentially, uh, 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 uh regiment and, and mass produce, Essentially, a, a, a cotton candy. Yeah, but the, it's like, what's the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yes. Um, you know, it's that versus a, a horrible, horribly disfiguring raccoon attack. And the thing explodes, or the that gets you. You did you did you chintz out on any of the? Did you? Is this because you did a cheap job, or is it just maybe you didn't think it all the way? You through? know, a bit of both, maybe. Right. And if I'm boom. Honest. This this the cotton Horribly. candy syrup yeah. goes all over you. My you can still see on my arm. I there's see it. Little, I'm looking at it right there's now. There's little, little little scratch marks. Yeah, just. Uh, but you were top to bottom, coated. And then they and they just came at you, because they're when they want something, they get it. Yeah, because they're smart. It was. Uh, they are very smart. I just looked it up actually. What raccoons? They're believed to be Google? some of the smartest smart. animals on the planet. Well, did you ever see Guardians of the Galaxy? Because there was a very smart <laughs> raccoon in that movie. Even that was a real <laughs> raccoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he chats about stuff. He's, he's a witty repartee. Oh, yeah. That's the best thing about raccoons. They, they always got snappy, snappy retorts. Oh. They are... Uh, the, yeah, I, I, mean, I would it, I would go so far as to say if you replaced all the humans on the Algonquin table with raccoons, it'd be funnier. Well, you couldn't do that because. Uh, well, there's health violations. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what you right. know. Just. To, I get that, but if you didn't, if you didn't have the big government in our fucking pockets all the time. Yeah. You know, then you could actually have a table full of raccoons at a restaurant. <clears throat> Sorry, raccoons at a restaurant. I would like to see it. I would too. I get a ride back. Uh, I have to come back to the city. <laughs> Sloan Kettering. Wait, are you ill? I've been attacked by Oh, right, right. Sorry, sorry. So you get in a car covered in, I'm assuming, well, not assuming, covered in what's remaining of the cotton candy, cotton candy mixture mm-hmm. and blood. Blood. Yeah. Pieces is, of your skin hanging on the Bit of semen. Don't want to get into it. <laughs> Raccoons carry rabies, too. Right, actually. you might have rabies. Oh, yeah. This was top five bad days of my life. <laughs> Where does oh, it I don't want to say worse. Oh, what? Curious. Where does it rank on that list? Yeah. I go to three or four. <laughs> Easy. What's number one? Um, have you ever heard of Son of Sam? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Well, basically, I get it. I, I get it slowed, Kennedy, and walk out. Uh, get asked. Hey, you. It's Andy Warhol. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh my God, what's he doing over there? He lived. He, on, he lived there. on the Upper East Side. Yeah, he lived on the Upper East Side. Yeah. So he's yeah. nearby. Was he walking his dog or something? Yeah, and he's like, oh, I do not have time for this. 
And that's how I became Randy in the Wilds Dog Walker. Ah, see, this is nice. This all fits together. Yeah, it's a prequel. Mm-hmm. All right. Goodbye. Action music.
Ontario I even went to Regina I still can't believe that they really pronounce it that way Someone needs to tell them Parking the Moose It's my book about Canada 37 million people No, they can't be wrong And if you don't believe me Ask Celine Dion I bathe in Crown Royal I finish every sip While eating Tim Hortons And rocking to the hip In 2012, Canada ditched the penny My favorite TV show is Letter Kenny The Montreal Bagel is the food of the gods I prefer my heavy metal in the form of Voivod Rock in the loose 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 Hi, I'm Dave Hill from Show Business. And while I'm not from Canada, my grandfather Clarence Vincent Blake Sr. was, and he wouldn't shut up about it. My grandfather moved on to that great penalty box in the sky way back in the 80s. Still, all these years later, I can't help but wonder, what do we really know about Canada and its people? Which is why my friend Chris Gersbeck and I decided to make So, You're Canadian. Brand new podcast from the Maximum Fun Network, on which I attempt to get to know our neighbors to the north, one Canadian at a time. While I'm at it, I'll also attempt to answer some tough questions like, who are the tragically hip and what exactly do they want from us? What is curling? And perhaps more importantly, why is curling? And last but not least, how could a country so close to the United States manage to be so very different from us? To get these answers, I'll talk to people like author and known Canadian Malcolm Gladwell, comedian and star of one of my favorite TV shows, Letterkenny, Kay Trevor Wilson, and Regina Saskatchewan-based First Nations filmmaker Trudy Stewart, just to name a few. New episodes will be released every Tuesday, and I promise you, they will be so Canadian, you're probably going to want to eat poutine and guzzle maple syrup straight from the bottle while you listen. For more info, go to MaximumFun.org immediately. And be sure to subscribe to So You're Canadian on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else you get incredible and seriously Canadian podcasts. So, you're Canadian. Coming to Maximum Fun, August 27th. And I'm not sorry. Ah.